Hi, everybody. Tim Anderson here, the Appraiser's Advocate. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast. I appreciate it. I think it's special. I hope you like it. And we call it 10 Questions That Fannie Mae Just Has Not Answered. Now, as we record this, Fannie is getting ready to demand that, in many cases, appraisers start doing desktop appraisals. Okay, Fannie Mae has the right to demand what Fannie Mae wants. That's not the problem. The issue, however, is that Fannie Mae has not done a really good job of explaining the necessity for these changes, explaining why she has ordered these changes, and she most definitely has not modified the Fannie Mae Selling Guide to account for these changes. So, Fannie Mae, how come you've done such a lousy job? All the questions that I'm going to ask are right out of the Fannie Mae Selling Guide. They're not out of context. They're not unknown to Fannie Mae, but yet Fannie Mae, for whatever reason, has chosen not to answer them. So these 10 questions are of my own invention. Nobody else gave these to me. I'm responsible for them. I'm responsible if the questions are wrong. I'm responsible if Fannie Mae has answered them, and I've just not been able to find the answer. So here we go. Number one, via a desktop appraisal. How can the appraiser provide a summary of neighborhood characteristics if the appraiser does not need to get out into the neighborhood, which is what a desktop appraisal implies? Number two, how can the appraiser provide a summary of the economic, governmental, and environmental factors influencing a neighborhood without first-hand knowledge of that neighborhood? Number three, How can an appraiser determine, analyze, and then consider the factors influencing values in a neighborhood without getting into that neighborhood? Number four, both USPAP and the Fannie Mae Selling Guide expect the appraiser to opine on trends in the neighborhood, especially those of property values. While price trends are obvious from MLS data alone, how is it possible to analyze and discern, then explain to the client other neighborhood trends whose provenance does not reside in MLS data? Number five, how is it possible for an appraiser to provide his or her conclusions of why a neighborhood is experiencing increasing, stable, or decreasing market values without a knowledge of that neighborhood and that market? Number six, if a key element in the appraisal process is an analysis of the subject property's neighborhood, why does Fannie Mae want appraisers to abandon this element of that process? Number seven, If an appraiser must perform a neighborhood analysis to identify the area that is subject to the same influences as the subject, why does Fannie Mae want appraisers to omit this element of analysis? Number eight, if an appraiser must perform a neighborhood analysis to identify the area that is subject to the same influences as the subject property, Why does Fannie Mae want the appraiser to abandon this responsibility to due diligence as well as to objectivity, independence, and impartiality? Number nine, there are at least three steps in a neighborhood analysis, one of which is to conduct a physical inspection of the neighborhood to observe, among other things, its physical characteristics. Is Fannie Mae going to change the language in its selling guide to accommodate the fact such as inspection is no longer a part of Fannie Mae's appraiser due diligence requirements? And finally, here's number 10. 
If the appraiser must report neighborhood conditions in factual, specific terms, as well as be impartial and specific in the description of favorable and unfavorable factors, how is such reporting possible without an inspection of the neighborhood? Now, let's face it. Appraisers are going to be familiar with neighborhoods because they've probably been going there for 20 years. And in this particular case, familiarity with the neighborhood is not going to result from going out into the neighborhood to check it out. The appraiser already knows it, so the appraiser doesn't have to. But in neighborhoods the appraiser doesn't know, in neighborhoods the appraiser doesn't understand, in neighborhoods in which the trends are not obvious without getting out and walking the streets, how is it possible that an appraiser is going to represent those conditions, those trends, etc., objectively, impartially, and independently without getting away from his or her desk and walking through the neighborhood? Here's the point. If the appraiser has to get up from his or her desk and walk the neighborhood, then where is the time savings for Fannie Mae over a typical appraisal? The appraiser has to go into the neighborhood now anyway to inspect the subject. So this does not appear to be a great time saver for Fannie Mae, or at least it doesn't to this appraiser. I'll be pleased to hear from Fannie Mae with answers to these questions. Even if they come in, I will be the first one to publish them. I want to hear from you, the appraiser. I want to hear from Fannie Mae on these things. I know you don't like desktop appraisals, but yet Fannie Mae implies that for many appraisal assignments, this is not the future. This is now. This is the present. So as a result, if that is true, we appraisers need to understand the desktop appraisal concept, the desktop appraisal experience, as completely as we understand the typical appraisal experience. So Fannie Mae, we ask your help in that. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. I'm Tim Anderson, the Appraiser's Advocate. If you ever need my help, I look forward to working with you. Contact me at tim at theappraisersadvocate.com. It'll be an honor to know you. It'll be a pleasure to work with you. Please let me express my best to you and your family. And by the way, are your professional fees high enough?